Hello, welcome to the West Side Podcast. This is where we'll post some of our audio from our sermons on Sunday, and we're so glad that you're here. West Side's vision is to reconcile people to God through the grace of Jesus step by step. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for tuning in. And then we have 2 Corinthians 3, 10, and 11. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I had laid the foundation, and another built on it. But let each one take heed how he builds it on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And then Ephesians 2, 20 and 21. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building is joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a habitation of God in the Spirit. And finally, we have 1 Peter 2, 4, and 5. Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also are living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up sacrifice, the spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As you notice in these different passages, there's a common theme running through them. And it deals with building things, making foundations by using earth and stone and rock. And so the title of my message this morning is Building Bridges Instead of Walls. You might think to yourself, I don't build anything. I'm just living my life. Yes, we are doing this. We're living our life and going about our business. But we are making and building friendships and relationships. New people are coming into our lives and we are called by God to build these relationships and allow them to grow and to flourish. These activities often take some work on our part to develop strong, resilient friendships that will last a long time. This morning I would like to compare these building of good friendships and relationships with the building of walls and bridges. In the life of Jesus, as he grew up with his father, Joseph, and he was in his home, he was most likely helping his father with the duties of his work and learning from his father. The Bible states that Joseph was a carpenter. Uh, Most Bible scholars translate the word carpenter as a person who carves or works with wood, as in building things like tables and chairs and doors and things like that. The Greek word was tekton, or architekton, which could include the building of things with both wood and stone. We get the modern word architect and technical person from these words. But an architekton was a person who designed and built stone houses. Joseph could have been a stone and wood builder of homes. In any case, Jesus could have learned the trade of stonemason and wood carpentry. If this is true, he would have been working very hard, lifting and carrying stones and mortar. This also would include cutting 
shaping wooden parts or furniture of homes using his arms and his body and uh, working with sharp steel tools and saws. It is easy to see that this type of occupation required a physically strong man to do the work. One Bible scholar noted it would have required a very strong man to endure the scourges and the beatings and the carrying of the cross for a person who was crucified. It is interesting that Jesus made many references in building foundations and what kind of land to build a house on, either sand or rock. The words that said he was the cornerstone or capstone, which is the first stone that's set on the rest of the other stones to make a straight and true structure. So with this background, let's see what we can learn from the example of building walls and bridges as we compare them to building good relationships. And I brought along a chart. <laughs> there, can you see that? I'm gonna move it so you can see me. <laughs> I know that might interfere there, but. First, we have the wall. Walls are used to create a dividing line of property or to separate of something being inside a wall and something being outside the wall. Walls can be made uh, for fences to keep others out and also to keep livestock in. Walls are in houses to give people inside privacy and protect from weather and harm. Walls support the roofs so rain and storm will protect those inside. Walls are made by first laying a capstone or a cornerstone, as you can see in the photo. This stone is a guide and, be, uh, and a beginning point for which the other stones are placed. It must have two square edges of 90 degree angle. Flat stones are placed against cornerstones going outward in both directions. The ground the stones are put on has to be solid, has to be straight and level and true. And then two line cords are go out in each direction in 90 degrees from that cornerstone so that everything will be straight and true. Each foundation stone is important so that it's flat and true and gives a good, strong and sturdy building. As the wall is being built, the stonemason has to be careful to keep each stone straight and so that he has a nice thick wall to protect them from the cold wind and the hot summer days. So now, let us look at the structure and the purpose of a bridge. A bridge in con is constructed usually over a deep a dip in the, in the, in the, um, the land or over a river or waterway. And the bridge spans across over it to the other side. Older stone bridges had the shapes of an arc, which is a very strong shape. It could hold up to the weight of those that cross over it, whether it would be people or horses and wagon or livestock. Bridges make it easy to get across a valley or a river and no longer need of a dangerous river crossing. Bridges help people on either side of each uh, road to be able to get so they could exchange their goods and services and come and go. So, ta-da. <laughs> so I've got a picture of, that's all hand-drawn, there's no computers involved there. 
I don't know if I, I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. So look at a bridge construction. The stone bridge was made of quality. I don't know if everybody can see this. We'll do the best we can. Um, so the bridges was made of good, strong stones, quality stones. On each side of the valley was an abutment that had to be made. Often it was made right up against solid rock on the side of the bank. And that supports and strengthens because there's a lot of force being pushed on each one of those stones and it's driven down into that, that abutment stones. There's a lot of forces going on in that structure. And so once the abutment was in place, then a wooden support structure, you can kind of see that. And that, that helps to see how they have to be able to allow those stones to be mortared in place and the weight of them are setting on the wooden construction. And so there's these braces are there just temporarily until the mortar sets. The first layer of stones are wedge-shaped as they are placed across the span. Soon more and more cut wedge stones are positioned until the bridge had its shape. Each wedge-shaped stone rests on the neighbor's stone and supports each other as the mortar is the glue that has held it all together. The last wedge-shaped stone is fit in place in the center and it's called the keystone or the capstone. It had to be just right and it was the last one that fit in place. Then when the, everything is hardened, the mortar and everything is set, then each stone, oh, each stone supports each other and holds each other up in that whole series of stones. And it's very important for this bridge to be made very strong and very true and sure so that it'll last for many years. So now you have this long lesson about building things. And it might bore some of you, but to me and a few of us, it's pretty exciting, you know. So, <laughs> so now we have this long lesson. Let us see how we can apply it to relationships. And that's the meat of the story here. When you first meet someone, you have two choices in what you can do. You can let them get to know you, or you can try to get to know them. It requires both people to participate in the relationship. If we are a wall builder, we may put up a wall in our friendship and not let a person get to know us very well. We may limit what we tell them about ourselves. Like a fenced wall, they have gates, and a house wall has doors. And like a wall, we can choose what information about us comes in and what comes out. We are not being deceptive or misleading in any way, but we hold back and block out some things about us. We may lack trust in a person. Or we may have fears of what they would tell other people about us. Others may judge us for the way we do things. Or worst case of all, they may reject us for who we are as a person. A wall doesn't let others see in and our lives and it's hard to get to know us. We may be like a wall and not find out what others like and that blocks them out and by not asking questions about them. But having a bridge relationship is so much better than a wall relationship. A bridge brings 
to gather two people who want to get to know each other. You can walk over to their side and they can walk over to yours. The bridge draws them together in love for each other. Both people have valleys in their lives and troubles, but the bridge of friendship crosses over and wants the best for each person. Do you remember the wooden support structure that holds the bridge up you see there? This is the healing work of God in the son, his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus supports us in the deep valley times of our lives and he supports us with love and grace and forgiveness. Soon we are becoming healed and growing in the Lord and Jesus slowly removes parts of the structure so that we rely on him in the seasons of our life. We find we now have a strong bridge of community to cross over and be a friend with love in our hearts. Each person who finds and follows Jesus has this bridge of love to always cross over to another person. Do you remember the keystone in the middle of the bridge? This is Jesus and his love through the forgiveness and the cleansing work of his sin and shame, our sin and shame, on the cross of Calvary. We are now complete in him and able to love as we have been loved and we can be a friend to someone who needs a friend. Letting someone into our lives is not easy. But when we open our hearts to someone, we choose to accept them even in their flaws and weaknesses as we hope they will accept ours. Then we can grow together and help each other to be the best we can be. Remember, each bridgestone was wedge-shaped as they each touch and support each other evenly. If, like bridgestones, we need each other to help and to share our lives together. We put a little pressure on each other to stay on the good path of Christ and be more like Jesus as we walk along in life. Notice how the mortar is the glue that holds everything tight, strong, and secure on the bridge of friendship. There must be a love like mortar that is placed between each person in our life. This is the love of Jesus expressed in acts of kindness and care for one another. This bonding of our lives together makes us Christ's disciples, ready to strengthen those who hurt or suffer or are rejected by others. We may need to carry the load of another brother or sister for a season. Like the bridge stones support each other, a good friend will always be aware of our moods and personality, and they will often see discouragement or sadness and help us get through it and give us support. Having a good friend means you have someone to laugh with and someone to sometimes cry with. You have someone to visit and to tell each other's stories. A friend helps, encourages, prays, and listens to our deepest needs. A good friend stands with us when troubles come our way. They pick us up when we're down. They comfort us when we're weary or worried. A friend will check up on us and see how we're doing. A friend knows our heart 
and knows what we need and can meet some of those needs. A friend sticks with us in lean times and in plenty. A good friend will help us see a blind spot that we may not see and correct a misunderstood comment we have often spoken in anger or haste. A good friend will make a happy day brighter and will rejoice with us in our success. You may ask, with a, will a friend be worth the effort or the time and energy needed to have a friend? All I can say is that a good friend will act a lot like Jesus in your life because he is the best friend anyone could ever have. For he showed us, Jesus showed us how to be a good friend and he gave us the examples of what a good friend will be through the Bible. You can take it slow and move a friendship along at a pace you feel comfortable with. Allow it to develop and see how it's going and before long it will blossom and it will become an enduring and beautiful expression of love. Building good, strong friendships is what the Lord is all about. And by inviting others into our lives, we are sharing life, the very life of Christ, in us as we give love away. This love will return to us in so many wonderful ways. I encourage us all to build deep, abiding friendships with those we meet each day and those we meet here at Westside. Because your next friend is just around the corner and they are looking for you and wanting to be with you. They are wanting to know you and learn your life experiences. By doing this, they will be building a beautiful bridge friendship that will carry us over the raging waters of life's troubles and this friendship will last for many, many years. I have to say, as we have come out of this season of stress and isolation, and I too have had um, to learn all over again some of ways to open my life to relationships and friendships to, to others. I'm constantly hearing the Lord call as Jesus is telling me to invest in friendships and take that first step to open my life to this new friend. I pray you will also listen and respond to the Lord, his call also to be a good friend to anyone God places in your life. I have uh, this one little, little saying that I, I saw on the television uh, last night. It was uh, on uh, Gomer Pyle, U.S. Marine Corps. I was just, you know, flipping channels there. And, and he said this. He said, you know what my grandma said? Make new friends and keep the old. The new ones are silver. The old ones are gold. Isn't that nice? <laughs> well, about to end my message here, if the band would like to come up, and I'd like to pray over us. It's... Uh, it's been a great opportunity to be here with you. And uh, like I say, it's not something I do all the time, but uh, it's, it's something that is dear to my heart and able to pass on something about what the Lord wants to hear, us all to hear today.
been a wonderful band, and I just really enjoy worship here. It just really brings a freedom when we can uh, partake of uh, lifting up the Lord in worship and prayer. It delights him so much. But let me, everyone bow our head and let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for placing people in our lives and letting us discover the joys of friendship. May we be open to boldly take these first steps to get to know someone new in our life. And may Jesus be the center of our relationship as we give away love and the grace you have given to us. As we do this, we'll be demonstrating the example you gave as you walked on the earth and taught us. Bless each one here today as we go out and speak the kind words, use our loving hands, and walk steadfast with the feet of Jesus to those who need a friend. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.